Welcome to another installment of Cake and Conversations. I am your host, Sierra Narita. Let's get into the episode. I'm writing a vision and making it play. Don't think it's a game and some of it just might be hard to apply. I know it, I know it, but I don't care because I know deep in my brain. I'm destined for greatness and I would not get it if I keep on playing. So let me go get Do you ever get to the point where you know you're supposed to be doing something, but you look for other people to validate you? Like, I was thinking the other day about how we hear from God, and instead of just moving on what God said, no matter what it is, we search for people to validate what God said. We seek out people basically to help us change what we already were told. For instance, Cake and Conversations, so this podcast, Cake and Conversations, this, this podcast is actually not the first thing that I did for cake and conversations you know after bringing it out of my living room i actually was given a direction to do a panel discussion so god had given me direction to you know of what was the outline and how to do it i just needed to kind of fill in the blanks of the logistics of the where the when and the who but the what and the how i had already had like He had already given me that. However, instead of just filling the blanks that I was supposed to fill in, the things that he wanted me to fill in, I searched for other people to validate it, to confirm what didn't really need to be confirmed. And as a result, I started getting confused. You know, maybe not confused, but I got cluttered. I, I had too many people giving their input and that input was really it was like, it was on opposing sides. So I would have one person saying go left, one person saying go right, one person saying go straight, somebody else saying take a step back. And it created a bunch of noise for myself. So I put myself in a position of confusion. And we know that God does not operate. um, He does not deal in confusion. The Bible specifically tells us that he's not the author of confusion, which means that the, that confusion in turn comes from Satan. Like confusion is of the devil. And being in a state of confusion, I had put myself in a space where I couldn't clearly hear what God was trying to tell me. And you know what? I mean, he probably wasn't even saying nothing because he had already told me (laughs) he had already told me what to do. So it's kind of like when you when you're dealing with your kids and you tell them to do something and then they come back to you and you like I already told you, like there's nothing more for me to say. I've already told you, but they trying to get more. And it's like, no, I already told you. So it could have been a very same situation. I was cluttered with all of the voices in my head, but he had already told me, so he probably wasn't talking, but even if he was, I couldn't hear it because of all of the noise. So, um, my first Kagan conversations event was a panel discussion. Like I said, it was about relationships and, um, with God, I knew that the event would be six panelists. I knew it would be free. I knew it would be about relationships. I hadn't quite figured out the who yet. So I didn't know who was going to be a part of the panel, but I knew that it was going to be an even number of men and women. And I knew that the panelists would come from a broad spectrum. I knew that the people, the, um, the, their backgrounds, their ages, life journeys, all of those things would be different. All of those things would, all of those people would fill different spaces. 
Um, now, when I started to tell people, and here came the opinions, both solicited and unsolicited. Like people will give you opinion, give their opinions if you allow them the space. Um, and the biggest question I got was honestly, why is it free? Like people didn't understand the amount of work because it was a lot of work. I can't, I can't even deny it was a lot of work, but people didn't understand the amount of work and the time that went into this. And then I decided to just, you know, ultimately it was decided to just give it away for free. Well, it was free because that's what, that's the direction that God had me go in. Like it was supposed to be free. Um, this is not to say that everything that I'm going to do is going to be free or I'm just going to be out here just doing working, you know, my butt off and not getting paid for any of it. But this particular situation, this particular event, it, that's what it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be a free event. And outsiders, although, you know, many of them had really good intentions, they hadn't heard what I what I had already gotten. They didn't they didn't know what the vision was. They didn't know what the purpose behind it all was. All they knew was what they were seeing. And they were seeing me work. They were seeing me work a lot, a lot of late nights to do this free event. It was a, you know, a really good event and I could have, you know, generated a decent amount of money, but that wasn't the plan. Like that was never the plan was to create. It wasn't a plan to create money off of this particular event. It was supposed to be free. Um, and that's what mattered the most sticking to the plan that God had created. So even though I allow myself to be cluttered, even though I had these solicited and unsolicited opinions and concerns and all of these well-intended people around me, it didn't matter. Like what mattered most was that I stuck to the plan that God had already given me. And so this was not to say that you don't need wise counsel because those people have a place, but they don't take the place of what God has already given you. So, you know, wise counsel is somebody um, that person needs to be somebody who is praying for you, who is in, who is in tune with God, who's able to hear God's voice, you know, and they, they are, they, they're pretty much giving confirmation to what God has already said, or they're telling you, they're asking, you know, what, what did God say about this thing? Like, what is it that God told you to do? And they're leading you in a direction to always go back to God. That's what wise counsel is for. Um, they should always either confirm or tell you or, or hold you accountable to whatever it is that God has already told you what you've already heard. Um, so when God gives us something, he doesn't really give it all to us, but he gives us enough to keep moving us forward. And we still and still rely on him. And the thing is, he wants us to rely on him. He wants us you know, he wants us to make sure that we're always consulting him in the plan. I mean, think about it. Like if you had all of the information that you needed to get wherever it is that you were trying to go, you know, you knew the end goal. What would you do with it? Like, even if you came to a crossroads, you still 
you wouldn't even consult God. You would do things within your own strength. You would move pretty much as if you're making all of the all of the decisions. And that's really that's really counterproductive. So um, we tend to forget, like if God gave us everything and we get to a crossroads and then now instead of relying, going back to the source, you've forgotten everything that he has already given you. So you just kind of start to move in your own in your own strength and and some things we just cannot do within ourselves so you know we have to constantly remind ourselves of the accomplishments that we've had you know write those things down allow yourself to remember where God has brought us brought you from so that you as you move forward and when things get rough because they are going to get when when things get to the point where you just don't know you don't know which way to go you know go back to the source, go back to where you originally got the plan from. And, and, you know, be like, okay, now what, like, where am I supposed to go? Because you definitely will, will get to the next space. And also it'll help you remember how far you've come so you can keep pushing forward. And you know what, when we consult other people on things, we ultimately are saying, God, I don't really trust what you're telling me. Like, you telling me something, but instead of jumping right in and just moving, I'd rather test the waters to make sure that it's something that looks like it'll benefit me and make me better. Like it's all about you. But the thing is with God's plan, it doesn't always look like what we want it to actually, you know, at times it, it could look like pain before pleasure, but I can guarantee you that every single time I've moved on God's word, I've never been let down. And every single time I've allowed others to influence what I've been given by God, it created kind of this web of confusion. Like I said earlier, God does not operate in confusion. So those things that we tend to like stray away and start to do in our own strength, it creates a mess, you know, a, a tangled mess. And that you know, sometimes we got to untangle on our, on our own and it, cre- it creates a curvy road that could have been straight. So, you know, everything, everything that we do, everything that's worth doing, anything that's worth having, it, it involves a risk. You know, every relationship, every decision, love, education, Christianity, like all of it, literally everything that's worth doing, it involves a certain level of risk. And the thing is, um, we have to, we have to obey God. We have to obey God through the fear, through the discomfort, through not knowing we have to. And the thing is, we typically take our gripes to other people because we feel like things aren't necessarily happening in the time frame that we want them to, or we expect them to, um, or we feel like they should happen. And really, we need to take our expectations and timeframes off of God, like off of God's plan, because we don't know, we, you know, what is on the other side of those plans. We don't know what are the things that need to happen along the way in order for those plans to come to fruition. Like, even if you know the end goal, you won't necessarily know the route. And even if you know some of the route, you won't necessarily know the end goal. And there's a purpose behind that. It's so that you can continuously and always, you know, go back to the source and rely on him. And, 
you know, when we do that, we have peace and we develop patience and contentment, you know, not complacency. Like it's a difference, you know, to be content means that you you're okay and you're happy in the space that you're in. But, you know, you you also have a desire to always grow and improve like that's contentment. But if you know, if you don't, you're good. But complacency is more uh, has a more of a negative connotation to it. Like it, <laughs> like it, um, you're really not working to improve anything. Like when you're complacent, you just, you hear you good. You, I ain't trying to get better. I ain't trying to do better. I'm just here. And so, you know, it doesn't matter what the circumstances are. The, the circumstances and complacency could be negative or positive, but you just, you ain't moving. <laughs> and that's where you are. So, you know, when you, when you look for others to validate things that God has already like giving you, you're looking for people to put their stamp of approval on God's plan that he didn't give them. You know, you are basically giving them charge over you, you, you're, you're putting their opinions over whatever it is that God told you he wanted you to do. And unfortunately, like I said in the beginning, when I did my first King Conversations event, I allow people to clutter. Now, ultimately, I wiped out the noise. I took, you know, took a sailor, took a pause and I cleared out the clutter, took some time and I actually got back to what I needed to be. I went back to the source. And so by clearing all of that out, by taking the moments that I needed to stop asking people and stop, you know, relying on other people and just moving by doing that, it ended up being a great event. You know, although it was a free event, I had a a certain number that I wanted to hit and I hit it. Like I hit those numbers that I wanted to hit. And it was all because I stopped letting people dictate how I was moving and I just started to move in God's plan. You know, I started to just do the things that I was supposed to be doing. Um, and I followed the plan that he gave me and I filled in the blanks that were supposed to be filled in and everything worked out. And even when I was filling in the blanks, you know, once the clutter was cleared out and I was able to start moving again and I started filling in the blanks, he started giving me direction in those things as well. Like he, you know, certain people, that were a part of this, this, um, panel discussion, he gave those to me. Like I had no idea who was going to be a part of this thing, but as I started to fill in the blanks, he started to fill in some, some blanks with me. So, you know, if you, if you allow God to take charge of the plan that he gave you, he'll, he'll help you along the way. He just wants you to rely on him. And, you know, it's not really, it, The plan will always happen, but, you know, people are waiting on you to do what you're supposed to do in the plan so that they can ultimately get where they're supposed to be. Like it's a whole thing. Like we're all connected to this great plan and all of us don't have the same, the same knowledge of what our part is, but we have to make sure that the plan progresses. We have to make sure that we're not asking for validation from people who don't know, like how can someone else validate something that they were not given they can give you their opinion but typically those opinions although potentially good intended they don't necessarily work or you know they don't necessarily 
they're not necessarily what it is that you really need. So don't allow other people to stamp God's God's stamp their approval on God's plan, not for your life. You know, allow the stamp of approval to be whatever it is that he told you it was and allow yourself to just move whenever it is that he told you to move. Because the thing is, if you don't move, you only delay your own blessings and you only delay what could have happened, the progress that you could have been making. So, you know, push past the fear, push past the pain, push past the resistance. You know, once you push through those moments, then you get to the other side. It is, it's nothing short of amazing. And, you know, you can always look back again because you should be taking note of those, the, the progress along the way. So you will always be able to look back and see like, wow, like there's been so many times in my life where I've had people literally be like, well, how did you? And I have no idea. Like, literally, I can say it's nothing but God, because there's this nothing that happened that I can do in my own strength, like nothing that. If you looked at the numbers, if you looked at it in black and white, there was absolutely no way that it could have happened. But it did. And it was because I was committed to the plan that God gave me. It was because I was committed to, you know, moving forward no matter what. It was because I was committed to hearing God's voice and hearing his word for me and all of the things that I put myself into. That's not to say that I didn't make mistakes because I made a whole lot of them. <laughs> a whole lot of them along the way. But even with those mistakes, even with even with my missteps, he still was there. Like he was still there to pick me up and push me forward. This, this I feel like this turned into like a little bit of a preaching moment. <laughs> Not intended at all. But really, ultimately, like I said in the beginning, you know, don't don't ask for people to validate you. People don't need to validate you. And, you know, if you you are enough within yourself to to just move forward and other people, you know, we're all flawed. We all have our things. We all have our, um, points where we may feel insecure about them and that's okay. Like you, there's strength in those things. There's strength in our insecurities. Like the, the, the spaces that we didn't feel like would be our success points. Those are the points where we actually probably have the most success. I, you know, I say all the time, I'm not, I'm not an entrepreneur. I'm not a creative person. I like this. That's not, those are the things that I consider my weak points, but like, look at me, like, this is a whole career. Like I sit here and I, I do this and I actually enjoy it. It's fun for me to have a thought and write it down and create a whole podcast episode about it. It's fun for me to have the direction to do a panel discussion and put the panel together and then watch it all come to fruition. Like those things are fun for me. And even though I tell myself I'm not a creative, those like literally are creative things. Like I can visualize the whole thing from start to finish. I can visualize what's going to happen and I can move within it. And it's, it's fun. So I can't allow other people's opinions of what I should be doing or shouldn't be doing or what direction I should be going in or shouldn't be going in. I can't allow those things to change or dictate what it is that I'm actually supposed to be doing, because I know that what I'm doing is where I'm supposed to be. And I don't need the validation of others to to help me determine that because I already know it to be true. So. 
hopefully this wasn't too preachy of an episode for you. Hopefully you got something from it. Hopefully, you know, you look at the situations that you're going through and all of the circumstances and turn to your source, turn back to God and, and ask him what it is that he wanted. Like, even if you're on a road, you might not even be on the right one. Like act, if you ask, he will, he will, you'll get it, but you also have to listen. You know, sometimes we ask and we don't necessarily listen to the to the answer or we get an answer and we it's not what we want to hear. So we still move how we want to move. So, yeah, just keep pushing forward. You know, we don't need validation from people because people will not necessarily validate the right things. (laughs) So, again, hopefully this episode wasn't too preachy and I hope that you all are enjoying your day, your evening, your morning, whenever it is that you are deciding to listen to this. And I will talk to you soon.